Get your Bible open and get in the Word of God with us again today. We're in Deuteronomy chapter 11. I say that because that's exactly what the Word of God is for. It's for us to read. It's for us to be to be around it. We're just 11 chapters into Deuteronomy, and time and time again, God is saying through Moses, remember, look at what I've done. Look at where you come from. Look at the ways that you have fell. Look at the ways that you've fallen away, and look what happened to you when that did happen. And oh, by the way, it's the same thing that's going to happen in the future. If you remain faithful to me, if you follow my way, I'm giving you ways because I love you, ways that are going to be a blessing to you. If you choose to go, if you choose to go uh, any other way, you're, you're going you're gonna to make your bed in line in it. Um, God wants, wants us to make a bed uh, that follows him, that, that'll be a blessing to us. And so you can kind of summarize the chapter in verse 26, where he says, see, I'm setting before you today a blessing and a curse. Uh, it's black and white. Um, it's either we follow God's ways, uh, acknowledging the fact that, and here again is a blessing of a way we've studied Exodus and, and Genesis especially, um, who better to give us the best way for us to live, to, to warn us about the things that are going to be harmful to us, than the one who created us, who made us from the very beginning, who in love made us that way, and then didn't give up on us when we fell into sin, when we rebelled against us. What Adam and Eve did, they basically told God, God, we're not going to follow your way. And, and uh, God let them see the consequences of what they did, but he didn't leave them alone. Um, he, he was with them. He promised the Messiah, and now he's keeping that promise, even though his people are not always faithful to him. He does the same thing for us. I make all kinds of promises to God, and, and, uh, and I know what God wants me to do, and I go against that. I confess that. Would say to God, and God doesn't say, "Okay, you blew it now, or you blew it a hundred times, and now I can only forgive you a hundred times." Um, his mercy endures forever. Take that to heart and and uh, rejoice in that, and, and thank God for that. Uh, that He um, um, that He was willing to do that for us, and that that He is truly gracious. So uh, here it is. Here's the, the the blessing and the curse. The blessing is to follow God's ways. The blessing, if you go back in the chapter, he starts out by saying in chapter 11, you shall therefore love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his rules, and his commands forever. So here's the thing. Jesus said, you're going to love something. Something you're going to put your, your love and your trust and your hope and everything into. It, it might be yourself. Um, and then you're going to find out, hey, I, I, I'm not Superman. I'm not, uh, I'm not bulletproof. Um, I can't. Uh, it can be in, in anything else besides God, and it's going to let you down. Jesus said you can't serve both God and money. Um, God's warning us there. He's telling us that because he loves us. And then, just as I was blessed in a, in a Christian home to have rules that were set down, mom and dad said, these are things you do, these are things you don't do, there's going to be punishment if you do the things you're not supposed to do. Did they do that because they, they hated me or because they loved me? They hated me, they would have said, fine, go do whatever you want to, we don't care. Um, that's, uh, but they loved me enough, not only to give me those rules, but then to enforce them too. God's the same way. Remember, it's always that parent-child relationship with us, with God. But notice... Um, he calls for love from them because he loves them first. Think of 1 John 4. We love God. Why? Because he first loved us. And then he goes on to remind them again of all the things where he showed that, that really he does love them. God doesn't have to do that. But oftentimes we need to look back. We have a short memory. We have a, we have a, um, a, um, a narrow memory. We remember the things that we want to remember. And when, when we only remember the things we want to remember, then we're constantly saying to God, God, well, what about this? And God, what have you done for me lately? And all of that. And it 
devil loves that. He loves to, to narrow our focus and get us just to look at select things. And, and in Deuteronomy 11, he reminds them of all the things he's done for them, not only conquering their enemies, but then he even brings them in to the fact that he, he's going to give them this land that they're going to, and he makes that land produce. Again, go back to creation. Go back to how God created the world. He created uh, uh, plants with seed, with fruits with seed, so they would continue to uh, to multiply and, and grow again and again. He made he made the animals and us, male and female, so we continue to multiply. Um, he sets up that order, and when we follow that order, we're truly blessed. When we go against that, when we push against it, when we say, I want to do things my way, that's when things start to go awry. We're seeing it yet today um, all around us. And then look at verse 12, and not only is, is that true, but it says, the eyes of the Lord your God are always upon you. Now, we can take that two ways. We can say, oh my gosh, God's spying on us, and he's, uh, you know, he's lurking, he's looking for ways to punishment, or, or which I don't think it's saying. What it's saying is what we say to God, we say, God, where are you? God, why, why have you left me? Why have you strayed from me? And God says, my eyes have been on you, on you all the time. Just look around and see how that's been the case and know for sure. Again, God can't lie. He cannot lie. He always tells the truth. If he says his eyes are on you all the time, they're on you all the time. Um, and does he have the power to do that? Yes, he does. Again, look at God's power in creation and look at God's power in all the things he's done for his people. It's all over there. Look at God's power in your life too. So he says, uh, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, I'm watching over you. Um, and so he says to them and come back to, uh, uh, and here, here's the big deal. Verse 16, if we don't worship God, we're going to worship something else. And anything else we worship, that is, i.e., we put our, our trust and hope and love into, anything else is going to let us down. It is not going to last forever. Um, I uh, just got a note. I saw a note on Facebook this morning uh, where someone said, why is it in the land of milk and honey, i.e. Jerusalem in that area, why is it that there's so much so much uh, uh, death and war and things like that? Well, because there's, there's fallen human beings that are part of this earth. God intended it to be a beautiful place, and he intended it to be a blessing to us. Uh, but we unfortunately make bad choices, and we don't follow him. And God warns us throughout this chapter, this is why what's going to happen. What we're seeing right now is what's going to happen. Come back and do the right thing and be in right relationship with God. That's why God says, see, I'm setting before you today um, a blessing and a curse. And remember, the blessing is what God wants us to have, the blessed life. The curse is when God allows us to have what we want rather than what God wants. And, and when that when uh, we get what we want, um, then we have a world like we have today. But thanks be to God, Jesus Christ came into that world. Oh, by the way, where did Jesus Christ die on the cross? In the land of milk and honey, outside of Jerusalem. And he died there for the forgiveness of your sins to win for you eternal life. Um, to, to, uh, and in that, demonstrated just how much he loves us. And, uh, and then he promised us that he will truly bring us to the real land of milk and honey, and that's to heaven. So uh, I might encourage us to continue to do the right thing, uh, to follow our Lord in everything, um, and uh, to know that, uh, that our Lord came into the sin-sick world, and he saw everything you and I see today, and even more, and he was willing to die for us there. So God bless you uh, as you continue to read.